You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 42. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's crack-a-lagging podcast world? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 42. Crainty dos. Crack-crack. Crack-a-lagging, baby. <laughs> you know, we were in here beforehand just kind of playing around, and um, it was interesting hearing uh, hot dogs Spanish. Could you go ahead and give us that uh, Spanish? Dude, I can roll my R's like well, no other, bro. You, you, go, let, let's just let the people hear it. What do you want me to say? I want you to say what Craig Cream just said. 42 in Spanish. Give us the 42. Corrente dos. Oh. oh hold on, no, hold on. I'll do it my way. Corrente dos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man, you sound native. Dude, I got that fly Spanish capabilities, dude. Do not hate on those fly language happenings. <laughs> way to roll the whole world. Oh, man. Well, just Everybody the hot dog way. roll on. What? Podcast World, we're coming to you here the day, what it looks like before our second hurricane in the area here, Hurricane Delta coming at us we wanted to shoot this today because we were planning to do it today anyhow but to get a little pre-take so this will come out next week after the storm but y'all can kind of get some insights into what's been going on here for us in the chuck vegas area and um kind of how we're preparing for the storm and but before we get cracking johnny boy you got the would you rather this week man coming well, off the cuff i see yeah we're just gonna stay with the uh the theme of the storms i guess um you know we've had so many storms here now they're turning greek so it's uh, it's interesting. So, in line with that, would you rather evacuate? I see that. He's like, oh, man. There's a sparkle in Steve's eye. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather evacuate for the storm or remain in place? For this specific storm? Any storm. But this one is pretty relevant. I don't know. Any storm. Uh, yeah. No. Would, you, would you rather... Run away <laughs> or stay put. Stand your ground. Be your own man. What you going to be, hot dog? <laughs> well, I think it definitely depends on the storm. Last time, I'm glad I got out. That was Category 4, the strongest to hit Louisiana in 150 years. I don't know about sitting through that. And the yeah, people I, just under a five. Yeah, the people that did stay, I don't think that they were relishing that moment after the fact. Um so if I'm stuck, if I just had to choose one or the other, I'm probably getting out because I'm not playing the risk if a four or five came through here. However, if it's a daggum tropical storm, category one, what we're dealing with right now, I'm personally on the fence, so it is a good would you rather um, because I feel like my house is pretty secure, but there's debris all over the place. So it kind of depends if you've got a storm that just came through like we had or like if this was the first one of the season coming through at us, I would be staying, no doubt. Okay, so we're going to put hot dog in the run-along category. I mean, if I had to choose one or the other, I'm not taking chances, bro. <laughs> if it's a Category 5 and you're stuck, I mean, 
I'm probably going. I think you could figure it out. Just dig a hole in the ground. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. You could just go find a duck blind. Well, I would see in my situation, a lot of what I do gets dictated by the four women I live with. So if it comes to a, a physical rainstorm, hurricane, uh, anything over a Cat 3, we usually leave just for their safety. As much as I want to stay, I, I kind of like the, the, the sticking around. In fact, we're sticking around for this one, albeit it's supposed to be much smaller. Um, now, if Steve's trying to give us a undertone of the storms of life <laughs> i say we face those head on and and go through those trials and tribulations but when it comes to 150 mile an hour winds and 15 foot storm surges usually pack it up and roll uh but that's uh that's my insight on that okay so. that's pretty good what you got johnny boy what you got well um i'm kind of in the same boat as cc over here i wanted to stay for the last one at least uh get a more um, accurate depiction of what the storm was going to be like before I evacuated. But uh, my wife d- did not want to leave um, without me. So in order for her to take the kids and all that, we had packed up and left early. <clears throat> and it ended up I would have evacuated anyway just because the storm was just too massive and obviously caused tremendous amount of destruction. Um, our structure, our home remained. Uh, but, you know, you're right hot dog i mean for the people who stayed back that wasn't very a pleasurable uh, experience and i don't think many of them are going to do that again with this particular storm um normally i think probably very few people would leave um but because of the prior damage that you know 95 percent of the people have not been able to rectify yet everyone's going to be a lot more vulnerable to uh, you know getting They're blue tarps. I guess we're going to talk about the blue tarps again today. Yeah, man. Blue tarps blowing off and uh, Mm -hmm. getting some wet action going on during this uh, (laughs) storm. (laughs) Some wet sheetrock action. So for me, I personally would like to stay, but uh, for the family situation, it's it's best if I just head on out. We're going to go see my sister, Grace, in Conroe. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait to see her. Oh, that'd be awesome. Man, she's taking y'all all in, huh? Yeah. There were uh, two other people, two other siblings that had already uh, asked what was going on. <laughs> Whenever I uh, texted her yesterday, I was kind of looking into it. Well, um, that's pretty good. Would you rather, John? I do think it's um, if you just had to pick one or the other, I still think I would err on the side of leaving. But if you could play it storm by storm, I do think you're right about that too. A lot of people in this situation would be staying, which is I've gotten my house rectified, kind of in the CC boat over there. Um, so that's why I would prefer to stay this one out. But like you're saying, the debris everywhere, especially where I live, I think about 12 or 13 out of the 15 homes in my little area were gutted um, in pretty significant portion. And all the stuff still all over the street, uh. about eight foot hall, goes about 150 yards down the street. Yeah, the uh, condos that you live in, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I think yours is the only one with a roof on it, correct? No, we, we've gotten some roofs done. Um, I think we're now up to maybe five or six. And are the roofs still undone in your immediate neighbor next door or not? One is done and one is not. Okay. That's kind of what I was thinking. I mean, what, you still may be vulnerable at that point from um, rain coming in through there and through the walls. I don't know how what well, the situation is with the walls through there. We got the firewalls. This is a water storm. It's not It's not one of those uh, I understand. tornadoes that are on fire. 
My appreciation of this is that nothing can get through them, but I'm not really sure. I I don't know anything about them. I'm just um, picking at you. <laughs> I'm hopeful that's not the case. I did get my parapet wall fixed. <laughs> I was worried about the parapet, but we got that fixed a couple of days ago. So I'm more worried about the debris issue, though, in my mm-hmm. particular area. Yeah, I think that will be problematic for a lot of people. Um, you know, that right there in my neighborhood, we were just talking out before we started, uh, my neighbor uh, got a nice new roof that was put on and the people who, who did the work were supposed to haul off the debris and most of our street has been cleaned prior to that but uh, the people who did the work did not haul off the uh, debris so I've got a whole roof my neighbor's yard next door so my poor neighbor's over there trying to secure it as best he can uh, putting more tarps and um, tree stumps and that kind of thing to limit the damage um, everywhere around there. So it's uh, it's a sticky situation going on around here that normally wouldn't be that big of a deal with this type of storm, uh, this size of a storm, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it turns out. In the power grid, you know, these poles are all freshly buried. You know, it takes a while for those to cure, and you know, I, I don't know how much redundancy there is in the power lines, so they may lose one. It may take out big sections, whereas before you'd have several um, areas where the power is coming into a zone, so that could be interesting. Yeah, I, did, I just I saw an, an update on that, situation. that um, the governor was saying that there are basically no redundancies uh, available right now, so once something minor gets hit it's going to knock down a lot a large portion of the uh the grid because of the lack of redundancies and i talked to someone else they said energy had already pretty much used all their resources to fix what they've got here and so they they don't have any more supplies they'd have to bring in new people new supplies it would wow. just be a big mess yeah so. this praying that at the currently the track is projected about 10 to 15 miles east of where hurricane laura hit so we're just praying that it sticks a little east and maybe shifts further upon land or at least weakens itself down to where it's just some good bit of rain and the wind's not near as bad because we do have a lot of compromised the city's just extremely compromised there's no there's debris everywhere but there's yes john was alluding to those blue tarps we got uh i'd say 90 percent of the town has a tarp on it man of some sort at this point oh yeah mine still has yeah, Johnny was eight. out there tarping in the night last night. <laughs> I was uh, up there last night screwing them down again. Um, I had already tacked them, retacked them, put them back up after some windstorms. So last night um, at Hot Dog Suggestion, I was up there putting some screws in to the uh, slat boards up there to try to secure them down, hopefully permanently, until my new roof is, comes in Monday. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. There's people right now. I was telling John driving over here, Craig, that they're, you might have seen that too, getting their houses shingled this oh, morning. Man, that's. And you know, I've, not to cause anxiety, Matt, but I've been talking to someone else that did roofs and they said there's like this sticky stuff they pull off, like a tar, like they mm-hmm. nail it, and this uh, the tar has to get hot and cold to kind of glue and seal together. So a lot of those fresh shingles haven't had a chance to kind of melt together to, to harden that's what i heard and i'm just hopeful with my own new roof that it was put on within about a week i think a week to the day of the other storm so it's now been up there for a good five weeks so i think that's a positive i think me. matt had the first roof in lake charles I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he did <laughs> i think that i was in the top where in the neighborhood i live which has over 600 houses i probably was like number one or number two uh, but i'm hopeful that the fact i got it on that early yeah. it will 
it will kind of already be. I, I think you're good. Yeah, five weeks in, that's not too bad. Well, they say the squeaky wheel gets the uh, the grease, but uh, over here the um, hot dog with his hair on fire running around screaming it it worked. He yes. got a he and got no a shirt on. on. It was yeah, hot those first it, few it, eight weeks. Thank you, Craig. It, 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 <laughs> it probably helped that he was a little flashy, uh, you know, topless like you were saying. That, that could have helped, dude. I did. We had a lot done, man. We sheetrock painted, electrical, carpets, roof, and I'm like, God, I hope it all holds. I mean, I feel good we got it done. We're just going to have to see what happens. If not, well, we'll be back at it again. CC, we bring my stuff back to y'all. <laughs> Pack it up. Pack it up. <laughs> yeah. I'm confident this time. I feel pretty good about it overall. We, uh, we had talked about uh, using Flex Seal a while back, and last night I, after I'd done all that stuff, I had several areas in my roof that got significant impact, and you could see a large section of light that was coming through. So... <clears throat> after I had done everything I could do to secure the tarps, I was like, well, I have this flex seal. I might as well try to go use it. <laughs> so I tried to go spray it on uh, awesome. the, the bigger areas, but uh, it didn't work very well. Uh, the crack, the, the areas that were damaged were too big, and uh, the flex seal that I had was looked like it was really old. Uh, so it didn't work out as well. That's what you see on my fingers right here, hot dog. <laughs> worth the shot, man. Throw it all <laughs> at the worth wall. worth the shot. Throw, yeah, it out, right. throw it at the wall, see what sticks, literally. Hey, how how you doing with your pins today? I'm clicking. We just no, not, you're not, keeping it yeah, in the pen. He's got clean hands. He's got clean hands oh. and a clean face. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dang, I'm clicking that now. Um, I think CC gave me a pen that can't explode on my hands. I think he was like, <laughs> man, after last time, I'm gonna watch out for that. <laughs> it's childproof. <laughs> so it was interesting this morning. Um, we're making packing up, getting ready to leave the house, and getting things in order, and. Um, my youngest, uh, LBJ, he was just crawling around, just as happy as he could possibly be, oblivious to everything going on around the house. And <clears throat> I could hear him giggling and laughing and making some noise while I was showering. When I got out, I go and I look, and he's sitting in front of a, of a full-length mirror on the backside of a closet door. And he was just over there playing with himself, clapping for himself, and having Aww. the best time. You know, with all the the problems going on around, uh, sometimes it's good to just step back and have the attitude of a, a child and just be happy and appreciative of, hey, look at this. I can just play with myself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I feel like I've, if you ever ran into people like that, like they're just happy no matter what. Like yeah, they man. have the heart of a child no matter what they're going through. It could have lost everything. You're just smiling and they're more concerned about you than themselves. I don't know, I've crossed a few people in my day like that. Yeah, no doubt. I crossed one yesterday, actually, at the Jason's Deli here in the Chuck. And uh, the guy who was, y'all probably seen him before. He, he's been in there for years, picking up the tables. Oh, yeah. After you're doing, oh, yeah. Man, he's talking to some linemen from Tennessee who were down here. And I, I just overheard the conversation. I was sitting at the table right by him. And he's uh, like, yeah, you know, we got a job. We're still alive. There's no reason for anyone to be complaining right now. And I was like a very upbeat, extremely positive about it. And I'm like, and I'm a positive poly. And I'm like, man, this guy's on a whole nother level. This is a middle-aged African-American fella. Correct. Yeah, that's him, man. Just awesome. I saw him in there about a week and a half ago. Um, he had gone up, talked to him, my brother Gabe, and he knew all of his kids and we're talking to all of his kids. I'm like, how often do y'all come here? And he was like, not that much. This guy just remembers everybody. So. Yeah. You're right. It, it, it's he does does have a great attitude and great um, 
Great perspective and just a very friendly fellow. What, what about y'all's perspective about what is going on here, I'm saying, to us in our area, I guess you could say. This is not the best draw of the deck of cards here, but I am a believer in we're where we need to be, experiencing what we need to experience because it is part of our part of life. I mean, I, y'all probably heard a lot of stuff. Oh, man, the 2020 deal. This is oh, just we another, got 2020. Oh, yeah. Again. Just another <laughs> thing about it. Um, it is a pretty bleak situation if you want to look at it like that, and I'm one who's of course, trucking half a glass full, but also what I think is we have free will. We can move at any time if we want to. It doesn't mean it would be easy. It doesn't mean you want to restart being a new community, something like that. But from my standpoint, I'm just kind of like, hey, man, it is what it is. We choose this life living where we live and just kind of accepting it. What, what do y'all think about the different perspectives and what's your own? Yeah, I think um, it's true. We, the jokes, you know, 2020, right, to the coronavirus, and now we're dealing with hurricanes multiple hurricanes and and then also just different everybody else still has their family issues right people are still getting sick and still getting in wrecks and still having uh financial if difficulty and job problems and business problems so it just keeps piling on and it's kind of like i feel like we always kind of at least i did you'd have these one-off sort of bad things happen you know and you deal with them, but this has been more like a marathon. So it's not yeah. like, it's sort of like the journey, like facing a sustained uh, barrage of bad things for a prolonged period of time and, and trying to find the, the strength to weather the storm and to grow from that. And so it's, uh, that's just something I was kind of contemplating, um, you know, the, thinking about the strength you hopefully get from that journey and the, and the, and the memories you make and the, and the friends that you to help you carry that cross. So you're right. We choose to live here and that's one of the things that comes with living here, but it's all part of our, our life journey. You know, we have free will, like you said, mm-hmm. we could, you know, we don't control the earth, the world. We just live in it, but we have to have the strength to uh, persevere through the good times and the bad times. Yeah. Um, I would agree. You know, we do choose to live here, but uh, it's tough to find a place where you can go and say, oh, look at me, I'm completely safe. Like we touched on in one of the earlier podcasts, you know, you live in other areas, have tsunami earthquakes. Mm-hmm. Other areas get hit with, uh, you know, forest fires like they have going on in California, mudslides, uh, avalanches, all kinds of things. So I think it's unrealistic to to look at life and look at things to say, oh, I'm going to go live here and do this, and I'm going to be perfectly safe and not have any adversity. I think there's always going to be adversity in life and, um, you know, it gives you the opportunity to rise to the challenge to, um, you know, overcome whatever obstacle is put in front of you. Now I can speak to you from experience cause we're in the middle of it right now. It stinks. Yeah. It's not very fun. There's a huge, uh, you know, economic downturn in our area. A lot of the people uh, in our area will have more damage following this next hurricane just because we have not been able to prepare to repair and replace uh, the vulnerable parts of our society right now. Um, so it's going to be tough, but it will give us an opportunity to overcome another challenge. And personally, I don't think there's anywhere, any ideal place that you can go and be completely safe from all adversity. Well, adversity for sure. I do think there are places you can go. I think living in the Gulf is a situation that is more apt for um, 
natural disaster, not adversity. There's tons of kind of adversity. Like Craig said, you can get in a car wreck, you can get sick. You can get tons. I'm not talking that. I'm talking from a from a weather event. Yeah, there's issues going on out there in California. Yeah, it rains a lot up there in the Northwest. But I think there's places you could go, like good old Highlands, North Carolina, or you could go to Tennessee. And yeah, it might get cold a few months out of the year, and it might snow. But I don't think that there's not many places think about from an insurable standpoint where you can legitimately just boom lose your house in a matter of hours yes the mm-hmm. fires i'm not disagreeing with that but everywhere else in the country and i understand the snow in the north and i get all that but to where like it can go from everybody's gonna have a weather problem wherever you live but this is where we live is it's got to be near the top of the list from just an insurable standpoint look at those good old insurance companies that we got going on right now <laughs> oh man they're sweating right now no doubt um and why everybody else's rates everywhere else in the country are what much lower it's because of the propensity to have the catastrophic type of losses that we're having in our area and that's that's all i'm mentioning i think it's a i do think it's pretty neat that we have that option to say hey look this is we love it down here so much I want to live here, kind of what we're all doing. Or you could say, you know, and I've talked to people since this, which is, it's kind of sad, but I understand, get it, respect it. I've had clients who said, man, I'm not coming back. I'm going to go somewhere else and I'm going to go live in Dallas, for instance. Let's take that. I think the odds of you losing your home completely in Dallas compared to living where we live in Lake Charles, it's not even comparable. Yes, mm-hmm. there could be a tornado or something randomly blow through Dallas, not discounting that, or a fire happen, you know, but the odds are just much higher here. Where we live, Florida, Alabama, mm-hmm. Mississippi, North Carolina, coast, all that. No, I would agree. Uh, is Dallas in Tornado Alley? I gotta think they close. get them I every think now. They gotta then. be pretty close. Yeah, yeah. I think they probably get some of that. Louisiana. Yeah. Um, you know, talking about the Highlands. You know, you're talking about different things. It just made me it's have a, to go in three weeks. Man. Made me have a flashback <laughs> of whenever me, Hot Dog, and Green Paul were up up there. We were trying to go on this hike and we were <laughs> driving a four-wheel drive up this steep embankment to get to the, the top where we could get out and it was dangerous folks <laughs> it was so dangerous we stopped about halfway up and just walked through we, we we stopped so uh even if you're living in the highlands i think it, there could be some uh weather related issues that could arise of course yeah, we, we almost rolled off the mountain <laughs> <laughs> it was nine degrees up there. It was cold. For sure going to have that. But again, those houses, I'm pretty confident when I go up there in three weeks, I could drive right by them and they're still standing. Just fine. And that's all I'm saying. I think it's no, a little I, different. No, I agree. We're definitely in a higher risk area for sure. I think they have earthquakes up there, huh? In North Carolina? Yeah. Not like earthquakes in San Francisco, but it, there's a fault. They might have like some platonic shifts up there. Anywhere there's mountains, you know, Appalachians, I do believe... When we were up there, there was a mild earthquake, and I thought that was kind of odd. Was it really? In, Alabama, in Birmingham, we've had earthquakes. Yeah, I'm you not, know I'm what not I mean? disagreeing. Very subtle. Now, yeah, yeah. I don't think you'll have one that'll level your house, but I don't know. So hey. did you um, pull out your handy-dandy pack of AccuPlus and put it down and calm down that <laughs> did you uh, earthquake? Did you start your own fire? That okay. <laughs> so that, that, that's actually a good point, Steve. That's actually a good point. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little curve here and we so our podcast is called who's driving your car right so who drives your life what motivates you and matt challenges our guests frequently you know is it free will is it god who is your flex seal of life <laughs> who is your accu plus who, who calms the pain whenever you have a leak so you think about you know flex seal it seals cracks and you know things that are leaking or broken um but like when our life is being hit with a storm or something bad happens who helps you patch those holes, those painful holes that in your life, whether it's, 
emotional or, or tragedy? Like, what do you, is it church? Is it the Bible? Is it God? Is it friends, family? You ever think about that? Because we've all had to rely on some flex seal, quote unquote. That's a good question. No, I agree. You're, you're absolutely right. It's a very good question. Um, you know, I think for me personally, it, a lot of it relies on uh, my faith in God. Um, also, uh, friendships that I have, like with you two guys and other good friends of mine, where you lean on them, you ask them for advice, support, uh, direction on, on some somewhere you may need to go. So uh, for me, those are the, the things, family, close friendships, and uh, my faith in the Lord. Yeah. Sweet baby Jesus. I would, uh, I'd talk along with that. I, I was this morning. I thought to myself, you know, I don't really know why this is exactly happening, but I, I was like, I do believe God puts us where we we're supposed to be and experiencing what we're supposed to experience. So faith for sure. And then I thought to myself, oh, CC. <laughs> <laughs> and John, of course, my friends, I'm with that. But I think Sounds it helps. like I was an afterthought there. Well, John's going to make jokes about it all, which is good. CC's going to be you like. got the comic hey, relief too. Though. Yeah. CC's like just calming the waters, kind of like his, everybody says, soothing voice of the pod. Um, That's true. He, he holds that bird nest in the storm on the side of the mountain and will not let it shake. That's, that's, what, that's, that's what I right, think about right CC. That's man. what I CC's holding it right there. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I, I think just positivity or people, human energy, a lot of times can do that for you. You know, um, you, just in this situation, people who are like, hey, I'm staying, that, that just gives people a calm to say, hey, it's, somebody thinks it's, it's not so bad. Not saying that's the right or right, wrong or right thing to do, but I think. Um, that in general and knowing that if you kind of go to its most simplistic form, barring death, you're, we're still alive. Like, it doesn't mean it's fun or exciting. I was literally like, man, I just got back in the morning routine this past week. John was preparing for my <sighs> awesome birthday celebration this weekend. <laughs> That's true. And I mean, God, uh, dog, I think he had supplies, tickets for us to maybe fly to Nashville finally. Mm-hmm. I don't know yep. what he had planned, but yeah. God, dog. We were going to barbecue on the plane. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I was going to cook those fajita tacos that he liked. Oh, man. Oh, it was going to be great. Let me tell you, those are pretty awesome. I already man. had it approved. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and now I'll just get a text. <laughs> that's awesome. But that's okay. What do you think, CC? I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, same thing. You know, I think it's, you know, you, first thing you go to are just your, your family and friends. Um, God, you know, that's the most immediate thing, but just persevering. There's a, uh, I found a quote from James chapter 1, verse 2 to 3. This kind of struck me, but it was kind of had to do with endurance. And it says, uh, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. It's like, you know, that's telling me to be happy and excited and joyful when I get hit with this stuff. You know, because I'm going to come out stronger. And maybe my bond with my friends and families will be stronger. Maybe my bond with God will become stronger because I had to rely on him and I wasn't on autopilot taking him for granted, mm-hmm. you know? So I thought that was kind of cool. I love that quote. Actually, it's in, in the old notepads, man. Read it many times and it goes to something I kind of written down. Um, you know, don't let your guard down mm-hmm. to try to persevere. And you were just kind of alluding to some of that. Uh, I think it's easy in life. Just in this situation, the other storm was, I think six weeks ago today. I saw someone write somewhere five, six weeks ago today. And, okay. mm-hmm. um, you kind of start forgetting the actual days of the storm before it, the storm when it passed through, because you're so focused on getting stuff fixed. People are starting to go back to work. You start and you start losing the feeling, and then boom, it happens again. Uh, it's kind of like that in life. Not sometimes life's really easy, and you're kind of on autopilot, no real adversity, and you tend to forget that 
there's a lot of adverse things that can happen or things that have happened to you in your past. You start forgetting the impacts that they had or the feelings you had with them in any type of circumstance. But I think it's a, a good thing in this situation. One of the principles I'm taking from storm two here coming in hot is uh, to not let our guards down, to be vigilant. Same thing with, with Jesus coming one day, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in that. Always be, be vigilant. You never know the hour kind of thing. That's true. And, uh, you know, at least with a hurricane, we're fortunate enough to have tracking um, mm-hmm. and be able to watch these things coming. But it gives us a time for to, to prepare. So preparation. Um, there's things you know and things you don't know. And I think in life, like hurricanes, something you can see, but sometimes you don't know what life's going to throw at you. So you can look at past experiences and how you handled them and, and learn from those to maybe be prepared for the next thing. So we've been through one hurricane. We know it's coming. We can kind of do a few things to mitigate that. Um, but also just preparing your, your heart and soul for what may come around the corner that you're not ready for and just being in a place of, of, uh, faith and trust. So when it does happen, you can have all this joy, right? Cause you're like, oh, I'm going to be even stronger after this, even though it might be hard. Get ready for the joy, baby. <laughs> I, I think going back to hot dogs point, you know, you're right. You know, initially after the, you know, the storms that you have, whether it be a hurricane or uh, a painful event in your life. It's difficult to see past that initial damage, um, but give it a little, give it a little time, give it a, a little action steps, things to do to improve uh, your situation. You can slowly get yourself out of that, which is, you know, kind of the way the last six weeks have been. You know, we were immersed in complete destruction. Things were starting to improve, uh, streets were getting cleaned, everything was getting better, and then now we're back in another situation. But eventually, you know, this storm is going to hit, it will pass also, and then we'll start that process of rebuilding and getting our lives and community back in order again. Yeah, but I think I, in general, time helps most things. Time does, it heals, man. Um, and I, I think one of these situations also is we know something's about to be occurring to our, our area here so the uncertainty uh, once it does happen you can get a plan in place what we're going to be going forward from a personal standpoint from a, a job standpoint just kind of living life standpoint and i think right now it is very uncertain like we've alluded to in this um how people's houses are going to hold up after the compromising situation that we're they're already in the debris all over the place what's the power grid gonna do we're gonna have problems with the water situation again and you still those wounds are still pretty fresh from six weeks ago it's literally like myself i was kind of getting some stuff together and i was like my gosh i feel like we just did this situation <laughs> and it, it immediately you can feel those feelings just come rushing back that the last two three weeks yeah they happen but you didn't feel them as much i was out there with the old jb we were flying in hot yesterday, boarding back up my, <laughs> my windows. Oh, wow. Yeah, still had those boards, man. So, pop, 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 we put them up, and I was literally like, I could just feel that exact same feeling from a few weeks ago. I'm like, man, this is such a surreal moment. Shout out to JB for all the help, too, by the way. I'd say it kind of triggers, you know, these little things pop up in life, um, but if you know something's coming, it, it triggers that feeling of anticipation or anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, and that's something that I think troubles a lot of us, anxiety about what's next or the unknown you know, may not be the storm. I mean, there's the unknown what the storm will cause, but, you know, day to day, the anxiety of, you know, is this career choice going to work out the way I wanted? Um, is my relationship situation going to work out the way I wanted? Um, and whether it's a hurricane or the unknown of jobs and relationships, that anxiety comes forward. But having that faith, I think, 
also carries you through the the lead up through which you that perceived fear or the perceived uh, uh, pain that will come from something that at the end of the day we're still here right no matter how bad it is we're still breathing we still have all this great stuff and whatever that thing we were fearing or had anxiety about never ends up really being as bad as we thought it would be i mean it has its pain but we move forward and forget about it you know it's yeah faith man believing in something you can't see it's a good old classic for hot dog over here and that's one of these things you know you just got to have a little belief in the which episode was that? We need to fire that up again. Yeah, yep. have faith, the faith, the faith. Yeah. Faith. Look up our faith episode. It was quite awesome. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I want to give a little quick spin around to you two. Um, I'm really proud of the fact that we're here today. <laughs> we literally are. Uh, it looks like CeCe's going to hold down. John's out. Hot dog's kind of in the middle. May wind up going to Houston tonight. Try to be bop in after the storm tomorrow night or something like that. We'll, we'll kind of see. Uh, I may go hop in with you over there at your house, CC, and hold it down in the daytime tomorrow <laughs> if I stay. I don't really know what I'm going to do, but I do know that I'm really proud of the fact that we're shooting this podcast. We showed up today, our devotion to the process here, because um, the initial thought was to do a re-record, play some reruns out there for y'all, but we wanted to, and I think it would be neat too, at some point when all this passes us by and we look back, and, and John's getting old on us, you know, and we look back a few years back, I think we're going to appreciate the fact we'll have these memories of what we're saying right now that we wouldn't have otherwise. So I'm proud of y'all. No, I agree. I mean, last night when we were texting about, okay, we were supposed to record at noon, but, you know, we all had things going on, and we were considering leaving last night um, if we got everything together. So whenever we were sending that out, I responded, was like, well, you know, maybe we can just John was trying to jump ship on his Do a replay or... No, I offered a... Remote recording yes. over the weekend. That was that was that was offered. That was definitely offered. But uh, I think what happened. CC said, "I'm in hot dog." CC was like, "I'm doing it." I knew it as soon as CC <laughs> said, "A hot dog pitched out." Hey, I'm good to do it tomorrow. I'm fine to do it either way. Whatever y'all want to do, but I'll do it tomorrow. And when CC said, "I can make this work," I knew instantly. John stuck. <laughs> oh, no. CC says he's doing something. John's gonna be there. I know. I didn't know what we were gonna ultimately do with the hurricane, but now then I started looking like, well, I can make it happen. But I didn't want to. I know what you guys, what y'all's plans were. So, actually, just real quick, there's a song. Um, oh, good, CC. That y'all have to look up if anybody's listening. Uh, you guys probably have heard of the band Casting Crowns. Mm-hmm. And there's a song, Praise You in This Storm. And I've just thought about that song. And I was thinking about that song. Exactly. Oh, really? In the Eye of the Storm. That one? Close. No. But not quite. But you'll, that's, a, that's, with, a great that's song another too. good one, too. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Eye of the Storm. That's one. Who sings that? <sighs> I don't know. This is Praise Praise You in This Storm by Casting Crowns, and I'm not going to read the lyrics. I challenge Sing them to us, CC. Yeah, um, don't read them, CC. We've heard your beautiful well, angel voice. Okay, I, will, I, will, I will read you one, <laughs> one long stretch of it, but it okay. says, And I will praise you in the storm, and I will lift my hands, that you are who you are no matter where I am. And every tear I've cried, you hold in your hand. You never left my side. And though my heart is torn, I will praise you in this storm. And when you hear them sing it, it's good. And a lot of their songs are so good. But uh, I think in challenging times, whenever you need some strength and some encouragement uh, in a storm, man, pop that song in. Let it rock. Heck yeah, it's a great song. Uh, Going back to something Hot Dog said earlier, you know, we just got past um, the last hurricane. And then we have a threat of another one coming. And he starts getting those feelings of, Oh, man, anxiety, all that kind of stuff. I think that's something that a lot of people do 
certainly in this situation, uh, but also uh, bad things that have happened to them in their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can become over-focused uh, on those negative uh, impacts. So I would just encourage people to um, figure out a way to get past those situations and focus on more positive things in order to overcome that. Because if you sit around and just think about the negative, the negative, it's tough to move forward whenever you're stuck remembering and reminiscing on uh, a bad incident. Yeah, Johnny Boy, I, don't, I, I think you're dead on there, man. You can't fixate Heck yeah. on those things. I know. I feel like you've given me a lot of credit today, so I want to give you some cred back. <laughs> um, I do think we tend to fixate sometimes on things like that um, or let it define us, and I think you can't let a situation. All, to, all situations, rarely two of them are the same, even the storm. Yes, it's another hurricane coming at us, but it's going to have its own different uh, makeup from a size standpoint, speed standpoint, wind standpoint, flood standpoint, storm surge. But it's a similar, it's within the same, but you can't, we can't let the past define us uh, with as simple as the analogy of the storm here, but other instances in our life, just because something happened to you in one spot doesn't mean it's going to happen again. And I think a lot of times in life when we get in similar situations, human nature is to, to go to that past experience and dwell on it. It could even be a positive thing that happened in your life and go to that direction too, but it doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen in said upcoming experience. I don't think this uh, storm is going to have makeup because it's not a lady storm. Laura was a lady How do you know it doesn't want to put on some makeup Like anchors and people do on the news Might want to get a little dressed up for you John Because it's getting a lot of pub out there on the news right now I was just talking about this Storm specifically It's not a nice lady It's a Delta Delta Force Maybe Delta's going to dissipate bro well, that's one of the things we were talking about before it started. We were praying for the wind shear to come through. Wind oh, shear, yeah. come, come on, on come down on down here, in the jet stream and the on, cool wind front shear. coming down and tear that sucker apart. So we'll see what happens. All right, podcast listeners, this is that time where we pump the gas or hit the brakes. Um, I made sure I did that today so Matt wouldn't um, get it wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, much but needed, since, I'm, since I'm throwing it out there, I'm going to – Matt – do you have a gas or brakes action for us? We're braking today. Whoa, what you going to do with the brakes? <laughs> You're going to hit them. Oh, hit the brakes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, and that's might be the most clean response he's had so far. Yeah, because it was thrown to me. It's like a layup. <laughs> alley-oop from CC. <laughs> that's the assist. No, you know, I think in this situation, what it caused me to think about, and it's kind of low-hanging fruit, you can't get a little um, hyper-focused on all the stuff that could happen, may happen. Uh, you got all the prognosticators out there on the TV. Uh, we were just talking about this before. You know, this thing just keeps dialing west, west, west over to us. But yet, if you would have followed the tracks three, four days ago, we were all thinking, oh, man, whew, we're going to dodge this bullet, probably going to hit Baton Rouge, New Orleans area. Then it just kept trucking back over our way. Um, and it really it makes you stop or it makes me personally stop and realize that God is ultimately in control. Humans can't control it. Humans can't ultimately predict what's going to happen or the technology that humans create. Um, and I think that that's an important thing for me in life is to whenever you want to try to control something or do something. And, and in this situation, all the scenarios go through my own head of what could happen. Okay, what are we going to do? How long is the power potentially going to be out? What about the work, etc.? cetera? Um, is that ultimately God is in control and he's going to make that call. And that, that made that person that I think I was thinking about last night, stop a little bit and think, hey, just do the best you can. God's going to be in control. 
I'm personally one. I think that, that it's good not to focus on the news or stuff you see on the line a lot because it can get you hyped up potentially for no reason. So that made me just stop, pause a little bit, and, and harken back to the, the what's at the center of all, a little G-O-D. Amen, brother. Little G or big big G? Capital G. Oh, okay. See, Matt, you just you inspired me with a new thought, brother. <laughs> See, that's why we have each other. So what you just said reminded me of the Jesus walking on water, right? It's a storm, and he, Peter, he's like, hey, I want to go out there, and uh, he focuses on the rough water, and he starts to sing. Yeah. If he'd have just kept his eyes on God and grabbed his hand, he was if he was fine. That's all he had to do. And so... Preach on, CC. That was awesome, brother. Thanks for sharing that. I kind of just... Yeah, I really had written that, that, that ultimately I think it's pretty neat. We try um, to do our thing here on Earth in a lot of facets, and I'm not just talking about the weather, folks. I appreciate everybody helping us so that we will know what to do, but I'm saying ultimately we don't know exactly where the storm's going to hit until it hits, and and that's because that's controlled by God, and, and you know, uh, still still don't want to give the, the hope, and I'm not going to lie, just the true honesty. I've been in church the last few weeks praying the hurricane prayer, and I was kind of like, and I feel like we're in the clear. Still, we're still praying to prayer. And I'm like, should have been praying to more. But, hey, you know, prayed it a lot the last couple of days. We're back at it. So, anyway, guys, I hope y'all uh, stay safe in the storm. And I'm hoping we're right back here recording next week again. Yeah, me too. All right, guys. We appreciate everybody tuning in to a little, I would say in Spanish, but I don't even know the word for it, but episode 42. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd roll those R's again because I do think that's pretty fly. But roll that cue. We will. Uh, we'll catch everybody on the flip. We appreciate the prayers and support. Aye. Hey y'all! If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah, if you feel.